All right, everyone, what's up? We're back with episode 44 of the 580 show. We've got a exciting episode this week. We're down here in Virginia for Strongman Corporation Nationals. But before we get into Nationals, the man who has I I've never I've never craved an interview for this podcast yet until now. And joining us, we've got Scott Baker, uh, the man that has pretty much taken over strength sports for the last week now. So if you haven't, if you haven't seen the video yet, you probably aren't on any fitness, social media, uh, you know, <laughs> algorithms or anything like that. So Scott was at, I'll let him talk about it, but Scott was at clash of the tridents, uh, last weekend was doing a deadlift and, uh, the Baker deadlift was created. So yeah, the, ba- just, the Baker bounce, they've been calling it. Oh, I think, I think officially, officially United States strongman and Willie came out and called it the boardwalk bounce. Uh, since we were right, we were in Atlantic city, just off the boardwalk at the casino. But, uh, yeah, I, I think oh, this week, I think it's the Baker bounce. That is so awesome. So I, I love, I love when people get like super triggered at stuff like this. And so I'm curious, I, I got a couple things I want to, I want to ask, was this, was this deadlift planned? Like, is that a, is that, have you ever, like, do you train like that or Never. did it just, so it, yeah, most people seem to think that that's how I deadlift. Um, that was the one, I, I mean, I've done it for reps. I think we've all done it in a, in a AMRAP situation when you're trying to squeeze out a couple of reps, you'll, you'll bounce it. So I knew that theoretically it was possible. Sure. I've thought about, cause my sticking point is always at, at right below the kneecap there. And I said, you know what, maybe. Um, so it's always something that's been in the head, but I've never tried it and I've never done it. Right. And, uh, I think that ended up being the perfect storm there just because of the way um, they had like the, the double thick rubber stall mats with no plywood. And there was that like real thick shag carpet underneath it. So I think it just was like the, it, like the perfect storm. That is, that's hilarious. Um, so, so it, I think people, I think that's the first thing I wanted to debunk is that people thought that it was like a planned scenario, which it clearly, I don't think was. Cause I watched your uh, two attempts before that. And uh I watched your 500 and you did a normal pool. So, um, so yeah, I just wanted to debunk that for people. And the other thing I wanted to ask is, so is all the, like the negative stuff I'm hearing about the deadlift, is that like the loud minority or has most of the feedback you've been getting negative or is there a lot of positive people joking? Like how, how's the feedback been from the deadlift? Um, it depends on what sport you participate in. <laughs> um, <laughs> Little powerlifting strongman separation there. Yeah, it's, it's been like World War Three on, on on like everywhere I've seen it posted. Um, the powerlifting community at large has been um, entirely negative. Uh, the strongman community at large has been probably eighty to ninety percent positive, depending on the athlete perspective. Like people are treating me like I'm Paul Bunyan or like a folk hero. It's 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 absolutely wild. <laughs> The people that have reached out to me. The memes are amazing. Oh my God. Like, like I can't go anywhere. Like I I turn on the, I I open up Instagram. There's like strangers making memes about me. (laughs) It's been the wildest week. That is so funny. I like, I I was scrolling and like, um, this is the moment I knew I wanted to have you on was when I saw like three or four negative posts in a row. Like this guy should be ashamed of himself. Like, don't ever try to deadlift like this. This is a horrible message to the kids. I'm like, <laughs> like, like we're getting like that now. Like, I mean, come I get, on. This- I mean, ego lift, maybe, but it, comp- competition situation. Like I had a chance to win a deadlift event 
Um, and nailing that lift put me in first for the time that I ended up in second, at least uh, uh, instead of tied for second. Um, but there's points on the table. I didn't want to leave any points on the table. So, sure. I mean, hey, if there's not a, if there's not an existing rule for it. I mean, there will be now. But oh, there, uh, there is, there is now. Like yeah. Willie reached out to me the uh, Sunday, sent me a message, and uh, it, it, the rule was put in motion immediately. <laughs> That has to feel kind of cool, though. It's like, oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a there's a super heavyweight dude that that was at the show, and he's like, you've joined the ranks of like Phil Fister and and Kaz Meyer and all the guys that have rules named yeah. after. Him. And I was like, that's it's it's wild. So, what's the official name we're calling it? The Boardwalk Bounce. W- w- Willie's calling it the Boardwalk Bounce in in USS. So I love it. That's what I it's going. It. I love it. I'm hosting a USS show uh, in June out at, near our gym, so I'll make sure I uh, I mention no uh, no boardwalk bounces <laughs> at our show too. But uh, so did that? Did the lift end up counting for that competition? Did they the take lift, it away? The lift counted for the competition, um, and they they let it count for the competition, and then they um, they disqualified it for the state record attempt. Gotcha. Um, so the state record went back to the 500 I did for my second attempt. Gotcha. Um, do you have anything, anything to say to the people that are like on Instagram, just straight up hating, like posting all these negative like stories and everything, like I'm seeing it and I'm, I'm like, God, dude, you would think Scott literally like killed someone when he did this. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I smashed it. Like somebody, somebody put on there that like, uh, Imagine if there was a baby under there. And I was like, why, <laughs> why, 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 why would you, why would I imagine that? Baby? That's not the purpose of deadlifting in a competition situation. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I saw is, uh, is Terry, uh, I forget how to say his last name. Raddy, Rady, Terry. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think is, it's Rady. Is he your coach or is he just, what's, he is, he is a coach. Yeah. Is he your my, coach? My coach. Yeah. Okay. So I've, I followed him for a long time. And uh, he had a post and I thought it was perfect. It was like, this is where us strong men draw the line of like morals and ethics with like, you know, people are on PEDs, you know, we don't talk about that every day. We use right. straps for an axle deadlift. We use straps for, to carry stuff when it's like technically a grip event, you know, there's, we use grip shirts. We, I mean, hell I'll be wearing a grip shirt this weekend at nationals, but yeah, it's like we literally, yeah, we pick up uh, these big ass Atlas stones, and but we have to put on all this sticky shit before we do it, right? But yeah, they, you, invented, they invented a substance to make it easier, right? So I'm like, I that was one of the best rants I heard about it. I was like, this is so true. It's like this is where we're drawing the line. It's like Scott's got to be the one that like is sacrificed for this. <laughs> but dude, I, I love it. I think I think you're playing it perfectly, and you're being such a good sport about it. I think like if it would happen to someone, they could potentially just be, you know, a huge dick about it and kind of take it the wrong way. I think you're you're kind of uh, pixelate. You're kind of you're kind of putting together exactly what strongman is in my mind. Just like great dudes getting together, lifting weights, you know, stuff like that, and and having fun. And and seems like you're being a great sport about it. So I think that makes it ten times better and people to oh, root yeah. for you. To me, that's that's the spirit of this sport in general, and I think that's why I've gotten uh, anybody that nobody has reached out personally to me with negative. I've had I've had uh, maybe not a hundred, but close to a hundred people reach out to me and, and like just say how awesome it was. And these are like world record holders and deadlift. These are like I've had right. some like people that matter. People reach out and be like, "That was awesome." Um, right. 
And well, I, was, I was walking down, I was at my gym in Pittsburgh and there was just a couple guys literally talking about, they're like, did you see this deadlift? So like you made it, you're just like in random gyms. Now you're just, people are just talking about you. I think yeah, it's, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything to say to those people that are, are posting anything negative? <laughs> Relax. Maybe. It's just- <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. That's-, <laughs> that's, 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 we'll clip that. We'll put it on our Instagram right there. That is perfect. Just relax. All right, man. But is there anything, is there anything else you want to push while you're here? You know, I really appreciate you coming on. Is there any, you know, any competitions you're doing coming up, any gym you go to, anything like that? Um, you know, if you if you uh, want to push anything, feel free. Always representing New Jersey muscle. That's my man, uh, my man, Rob in, in North Jersey. Um, and then I'm off on, I'm from competitions until Brooklyn's strongest with Tommy Lavelle in February. Oh, um, I, I was looking at that show. Yeah, that it should show. be a good one. Yeah, I saw, uh, I saw there's already a good amount of lightweight open men signed up. Yeah, it seems to be the biggest, no, no surprise there, but it seems to be yeah, the biggest. That's true. So far. Well, that's awesome. Well, I might be seeing you there and, uh, man, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time with us and, and, uh, and yeah, uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Scott. I'll talk later. to you later. Episode 44. We're live. From room 448. 428. 428. <laughs> Salem, Virginia. Salem, Virginia. Day one of Nationals is over. Uh, it was a good learning experience day one. Uh, Dante and I will film something day two on the way home tomorrow. Yeah. Throw it in at the end of this pod. But what did you guys think being at Nationals? We got such a full crew here. So we got myself, Dante, Frawley, Riley, the normal cast. We got Furby making his podcast debut. Been talked hey. about many, many times. Yeah. On the podcast. <laughs> and he's so never he heard it. On. I've heard it. Just, I don't listen to that. And we got Cuzzy Kurt making his debut or his return. Not debut. Third return. And then we got our ladies in the back. But um, so what do you guys think of Nationals? Dude, there's some to? monsters here. Yeah. Some absolute monsters. I think it's cool as hell to watch them compete. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like, we see Josh and Dante, and, like, that's kind of our our yeah, relatable yeah. our relatable standard to Nationals. And it's like you see guys here that are just freaking unbelievable. And it's pretty cool to see. So. Dude, a 415 strict press was the craziest thing I've seen in person yet. Yep. In strength sports. Jack Plankers. That's his name. Yeah. North Dakota. I'm pretty sure all six amateur log records got broken today for all six classes. It's impressive. So the bar just keeps getting higher and higher. Dante and I came out uh, zero the first event. On we both zeroed log. Um, but we picked up after. So, um, Dave, don't you want to talk about your day a little bit? Yeah, day one, you know, I don't know. I really didn't expect to zero the log, but something you just expect the unexpected, right? So, you, <laughs> you know, you just live and learn and just keep moving forward. I didn't um, let it get to my head, and I just did my deadlifts next. Got three reps, and I got one bag over the sandbag over bar. So, I'm not in last place. So I'm tied for – or not tied for left. I'm in 11th out of 12th, so. It's our first Nationals. First it's Nationals. a big – it's, it's been a wake-up call. Day one – I told, I think I told everyone here at dinner, but I never was that nervous for something in my life. It's going up for that first log. I didn't feel right. I felt, I don't know, just different log, different warm up, but everyone's got to do it. So we did horrible on the first event. I ended up coming back. I won the deadlift event and then top 10 ish sandbag toss. So that's cool. I'm free for zero an event. I'm doing okay. After so what kind of things can you both, let's start with Josh. Can you take away from this? That you like, let's say, yeah, I learned this today. 
what, what was the learning experience? What was your most beneficial thing to take away today? I mean, honestly, just talking to everyone, like I picked up a ton of stuff, like the top guys in my class um, probably need to gain a little bit of weight because I'm walking around under what these guys, like what we weigh in at. And these guys are cutting probably anywhere from 10 to 25 pounds. I don't think, I'm not saying I need to be like 205 or something, but being, I think like 185 and just doing an easy water cut will help me a lot. Sure. We have 24 hour weigh-in, so I would be back to 185 by now. Yep. Um, the warm-ups, it's a different style of warm-up. There's, it's not like a normal show. I had probably an hour and a half from when I did my last deadlift warm-up till I actually did my deadlift. I think that's kind of kind of the theme. I'm just picking up. It's it's hard to it's hard to pinpoint one thing. Sure. I'm kind of just picking up on the whole flow of like a bigger show, and how what to expect. You know, especially where to with be. that many competitors. You've never been to a show with this many competitors. Four hundred. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. And we ran long day one. Right. The log I think took a lot longer than they thought. Yeah. So we were supposed to be two to five thirty, and we were two to seven 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 thirty. So it was a long day. All I mean, you gotta think. So it's two to seven thirty, right? I'm up there for three minutes yeah. of two to seven thirty. Sure. The rest is staying around, trying to recover. You, way, way before that. Yeah. So, but the thing about it is, you can't make excuses because everyone, everyone has to do it too. So, Dante, what are some takeaways you got? If I'm competing with the heavyweight class, don't lose a lot of weight during prep. Say that again. Don't lose a lot of weight during prep. Unintentional or intentional, it still screwed it me a little bit. It was not unintentional. Yeah, I swear. I, no, I, I wasn't trying no, to lose 20 pounds. I'm not doing it. Well, I'm, I'm not doing it. it. Dolly will disavow it. Disavow it. It literally just I think, disavow I think, it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm We're not, not doing good. that again. But yeah. definitely, I think, I mean, I've seen your prep the whole way through. So I definitely think it's fair to say. Well, I started, I was doing threes with 275. I'm sure. I think it's definitely fair to say that the weight cut, your body weight cut, it's definitely affected intentional or unintentional. It didn't help. That's something that young people can take away from that. Yeah. That young athletes can take away from that. If you do lose body weight, it is very likely that your strength will go down. So and I think that's part of it. It has to be intentional. Like whatever you're doing with your nutrition, your body weight has to be intentional. If you're doing something like that, that's actually a good point. Wait, wait, what did you say? You're it like whispering. You're, you're so far away from the I said it has to be intentional. Like whatever you're doing with your body, the fact that it's that's unintentional is the fact like I didn't change like what I was eating. Well, then you have to like. Then you have a different lifestyle change. There's a different factor. I did have a few lifestyle changes during prep as well. So So, a lot of big ones, little ones. Sure. So, but no excuses. It just unless you have like a crazy stomach virus, something happened. You know what I mean? Something happened to make you lose weight. No, it's not an excuse, but you do need to evaluate for your performance and understand what affected and what injured your and what I want to do better for next time. Correct. Exactly. So it's not like the people with the no excuses mentality. Yeah, I mean, like don't. Don't complain about like, oh, my shoulder nagged me that day. But like, you do need to go back and look at what you did and what didn't go well. And what Use did. those excuses as growth Correct. for the future. Right. Yeah. So. That rogue log really fucked me up. Yeah. Like, it was so much different than our pit bull. Like I said, everyone's got to press on it. Sure. The handles, so much closer. Yeah. It felt like a close grip bench versus a normal, like if you're taking your normal grip bench. Sure. But because my feet it was my grip was inside my feet on my pit bull my hands are usually sure. right outside my feet so 
Yeah. But that's good stuff. I mean, it's good. It's good that you guys are getting that learning experience, the experience of actually competing in the big show. Yeah. Right. It's your first one, like you said. So I'm really excited for day two. I feel super comfortable now. And uh, I'm excited for day two and I'm excited to be back next year. So what are some things you guys are doing tonight to prepare for day two? Because this is your this is your first two day show. I talked to a lot of people, the top people. I took like an eight minute ice ice bath just to like slow that like soreness process, like slow the recovery basically. So the point behind that, I guess, is that I won't be sore tomorrow. I'll be even more sore like a day down the road. I took an ibuprofen, which I never do, but just I know I'm gonna be so fucking sore. Um, and just eat. I think that's one thing that took a tool on Dante and I. Uh, both of us didn't really get to eat today. I mean, between two and seven thirty. Yeah, during the day we didn't eat. We had not like I mean, we snacked. We had carbs and stuff, but it's tough not having like a whole meal. It's hard to get a real meal in when you're competing. It sure is, especially when you're walking around getting warm ups in. Mm -hmm. You know, in between your. It's like the warm ups. You got to take them when you can get them. Sure. It may be three hours before you go, but you You still want to feel the implement and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. What's coming? That's all. That's all good stuff. Yeah. What do you? What else we got? What do you guys got? Any like takeaways from nationals? I want to hear Kurt and Riley's or Kurt and Furby's perspective because they haven't seen too many strongman shows. Furby, is this your first ever strongman show you've been to? Been to yeah. See, I want. I want to hear your perspective. What do you think? Oh. I thought it was cool. I think um, hearing you guys talk about like when you're in the back and you're warming up and you're not touching a weight for an hour, hour and a half until you actually do what the workouts of the day are. That to me sounds kind of crazy because like you're, you guys are loading up 700 pounds, 600 pounds on a deadlift, 275, 200 on a log press. In my mind, like you want to work up to that weight and keep your nervous system in your muscular system like engaged. So you want to hit like a warm up 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes beforehand. So your body's prime, not taking an hour and a half break and being like, Oh, okay, here's 275. Here's 600. Sure. I think that's like, it's hard to pry your body for that. So I that hit, surprised me. I hit two, 205 in the warm up room log. I would have put my life. I was going to hit 225 log. Like it moves so well. I uh, just so much time between them sure. and different log and, yeah, just you worked up with two different ones. Yeah, Kurt. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so compared to local competitions, how different is it? Very, yeah, very. I have to agree. So, like, I'm just, I mean, just way more people. Yeah, way more people. It was. I will say too, something we should add to the pod is uh, the venue is fucking awesome. The, venue's yeah. the venue is yeah. awesome. This is all the guys that are like been nationals three, four, or five times. They said this is their favorite one they've been to, really? like the venue wise. Um, but I obviously we're doing two day event. Yep. Um, normal ones five like one day five events. Normal one the length it took us today, we have five events in one day. We don't come back for tomorrow, so you're pretty much done. Like we have to kind of strategize, think about tomorrow, everything like that, um, and just so many more people. I mean, and the people that are here are extremely good. Yeah, like no one. Like the thing I like about Strongman Incorporation is you have to win a show to qualify for national. You can't no novice qualifiers, no like third out of three. Like everyone that's here is they want to show. They want to show. So I guess my question for for Josh and Dante. So going into the show, you know it's nationals. Mm -hmm. You know it's a big show, and you're like you're prepping. Like, hey, this is my 
this is what we've been working for. What was each of yours like, oh shit moment that nationals hit you? Cause like you can prep yourself and like get yourself mentally ready. Like, oh, this is nationals. But what was that one thing that maybe you guys saw, whether it's the number of people, the experience of the lifters or something an athlete did, like what was your oh shit moment that made you say like, oh yeah, we're competing with like the top of the tier, like the big dogs. I thought people would do a lot worse in the deadlift than they actually did. Yeah. I think mine was like just the whole experience. Like get you get your like athlete, you get your athlete badge, you get like a big venue. There's a lot of people there. There's like a live stream, an itinerary. I think I hit like when I got here, I was like, yeah, oh shit. Like and then I mean physically, uh like 300 log pressing for lightweights, like a 175, two guys hit 300 on the log. I mean, that was like shit. That's pretty, pretty strong. You were pretty calm this past week. Like, I feel like you didn't – it had not hit you. Yeah. Oh, and the, for sure, no. It does go – I did get some cabin fever. Sure. Like, we don't compete until 2 o'clock. So, being here and, like, we woke up at 7. I mean, I've been up since 5.30 and, like, just, like, not having anything to do until 2 o'clock. Yeah, just like, staring at me sleep. Yeah, sure. it's just, it, it just sucks. Dante, you had a good point. I, I am surprised to see – there were not nearly as many people affected by that wheelbarrow death. And a lot of people I, said they I never talked. A lot of people said they, they never talked either. Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, it's so similar to a car deadlift. Sure. I mean, you're, it goes back to the point. Everyone here is good. Yeah. So everyone here is going to be able to adapt, adapt to very it very quickly. I think I'm just so new. But I'm damn, not used to that. Everyone. I had pick up one too. the two guys. I came in first in the deadlift. Two guys got 13 reps. Neither of them had access to the wheelbarrow. So I'm like, man, if you would have played with if this a couple of times, you'd probably beat me. That's the advantage of having the implement. Sure. If I would have had a rogue log, well, I'd maybe hit 225, probably, because you have an advantage of having it. Sure. That's why it's – I didn't notice how close those handles were until you said that. This far. They were – Like, I didn't, I didn't realize – I didn't know they were close until Josh brought up that. Then I was like, kind of click. Like, I was just in the mode. Like, I was rushing sure. through. Yeah. Well, it's a big – it's a – it's crazy, too. Mauser announcing. Mm-hmm. He's – the most recent, like, big – pro shows that have happened like America's strongest uh some other big shows uh the w- the log reps that the heavyweights were hitting today a lot of pros were missing those at the shows yeah, sure. say that yep so like there was a four there's 415 log there's three bunch of 395s like i mean that's the way that the top guys also the nice thing about nationals too thinking about it seeing all these guys you like follow on instagram they're yeah. like big yeah. in the sport like Anthony Furman Great conversation with him. Like yeah. we were so to, nice. We went to train the, the group of us that were not competing with the train this morning. We go into no training, and Great Anthony place. Furman was training in there with us. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, everyone's everyone is so friendly and supportive of each other too. That's like my favorite part. Very cool. You real? I mean, you obviously get douches. Like every, everybody does, but there's like ninety nine percent of everyone is like helping each other and supporting each other and everything like that. So yeah, the other 0.5% in this room right now. So <laughs> <laughs> would you guys tr- uh like switch up your training in the future knowing how this runs? Like maybe I think warm I'll, up less some days that you have we to talk about it. cold and yeah no music. That's a good idea. We talked no about music. it. <laughs> no no music. Music. I talked about a, a mock no I, like I would like to do a mock me. It's like yeah. all right shit like have someone there as like a judge mm-hmm. and it's like when they say it's like time to go you just go like i go and i'm like okay i need like riley Fowler there it's yeah. like no, you guys are gonna dick you guys are gonna dictate with me like yeah. how on a mock me it's like okay i gotta do these three events 
And you guys are going to tell me when to warm up, like cut warm ups like awkwardly and just make me go do it. Yeah. It's a good point. Make yourself very uncomfortable. Yeah. Then you have to because we get, you forget, like we get coddled. Like I do empty log, yep. then I do it with 25s, then I do two 25s, yeah, and then 25, two 25s and a 10. And I do that every single time. I go to the show, I did an empty log, then I had to do 205. I just cleaned it. And then I dropped back down and did 135 for one rep. And then I went out. You know, it's like yeah, maybe just some like really just aggressive warm ups. I mean, we've mentioned it before on the podcast, like where when you're competing, you are not lifting on your own terms. No, that's you are. That's the, part that's the best part about a competition right. is like you can go. You got to go do it now. Right. That's the that's the whole part. People are like, oh, well, I hit this in training. Well, that's, yeah, that's that's I had two forty five logging training. Exactly. It's not, it's not, it's not to fucking say. Nope. Speaking of overhead, I gotta. We're learning the split jerk yeah. starting yep. next week. I'm I'm going to teach you guys. I've been I am learning all day to learn how to do it. So. Dude, watching everyone from heavyweight down. Split. Yeah, exactly. There's it's not so just a light. People. It's not just a lightweight thing. Oh, not at all. <laughs> it's still over. Like I, it's no, it's such an advantage. It's crazy. Big heavyweights doing split jerk. I see that people that I know I'm way stronger impressive. than the one hit and I. It's just so much more efficient. Your bar path just is going yeah. really The middleweight, a middleweight hit a 375 split jerk with a log and only didn't go up because they didn't have to go up. They already won. Like so Tyler it, Young. Yeah. Yep. Like, and he split jerks. Yep. Everyone, everyone either pushed everyone that I noticed today that it was good at pressing besides the one heavyweight. And he's a, he's, he's a, just, yeah, he's just, a, but just is what it is. everyone that was good at pressing push jerk or split jerk yep. and most split jerk. So, yep. yeah, definitely We're, some cool takeaways for sure. Oh, it's and, and like it's I'm so one. excited for day two because I'm like all my nerves are gone. Sure. I'm just going to go. I'm just going to like enjoy competing. Yeah. yeah. Kind of a better. I game. mean, this is why you guys came. Though. Like, yeah. This is exactly what you needed. Tomorrow. Figure out what it was well, it's cool. To, it's cool to see how you stack up with literally yeah. the best. Yeah. So yeah. it gives you just I'm looking forward to like just get back to training and just getting stronger. Mm-hmm. Girls, anything? Serious. Yeah, what's girls? The, what's the ladies' perspective? We have chicks in our room. We're sick. Allie and Julia. <laughs> what's the chicks' perspective? What do you guys think, Allie? Gonna give us I was gonna say it was weird for me seeing you be nervous. First time I think I've ever seen you be nervous ever. So that was different. Yeah, sure. flustered, flustered. But Julia, anything else? I thought it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was cool. Clip that for Instagram or clip. I thought it was cool. Julia thought it was cool. Next. Anything else? You guys not notice the music? Kurt, Kurt's been talking music. about that all day. It's bizarre. bizarre. I didn't, even think, it weird? I didn't yeah. even think about it. it I didn't. I didn't quiet. think about it I until know, like, you guys. When you're in the moment, it. you're probably not. Yeah, you don't. I didn't realize it until you guys that. that. But we're spectating, and we're just like, this is like. I would. Awkward. I would put on like just like. Rock music in the background. Yeah, you don't even need that to be like blast. Yeah. like light music. Just from yeah. like a spectator standpoint, just want some like sure. background noise. There's yeah. a show I think I've been to though. They haven't yeah. had it either. Yeah, I don't. I don't because it would just get some people were like doing their like good whatever press or anything, press or anything, yeah. and they it would just get awkwardly quiet. Yeah, and like then everyone is just like I feel like that just yeah. Adds yeah it's different because like when we're competing, I legitimately like, probably tells me it's like like people are looking at him awkwardly because he's screaming so loud. Yeah. I don't yeah. hear you guys. Like I don't, I don't hear you guys. You guys speak louder. I can tell you for sure. If we knew there would be no music, we would have had no music during our training at the gym. Oh yeah, there's no question. We would turn yeah. it off. I mean, like it doesn't bother me at all. I don't think it changed anything. Yeah, I think about the it, that's a good point though. Like that's it. 
That's an outside. You go to a CrossFit yeah. show. It's like oh, EDM. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I'm dancing before I go. Uh, no. <laughs> when we went to PA Dutch, they had music on. Did they? Yes, they yeah. did. I, I, yeah. Yeah. They were 100. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, Battle of the Bridge, we gotta have music playing. Yeah, DJ Riley. You don't need to blast him. No, that's yeah. a, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good takeaway as a spectator. It's just another one of those things. Did you guys have the concessions at all? I didn't yeah. know. Uh, oh, popcorn. 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 Good. We had popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a bit more buttery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest takeaway from we get more more butter, more butter on the popcorn. But that is that is like that's just another thing they don't think about. I guess like for spectators, more butter. More butter yeah, and and like just music. background music. Yeah, like you're, I mean, hey, don't like, you want it? To you be guys are the consumer, so yeah, you're right. you're sure. saying it. So yeah. like, it isn't this matters. what people, isn't this how they want right. to grow? Well, think about it. It's like we're going to Thursdays, right? For right. the Bridge. Yes. It's like I mean, I guess like if like my uncle Chuck's there, he'd probably prefer if like there's a little bit of music on. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, like Thursdays will be a good background. setup for that. They got outdoors. It helps keep people's attention. They're gonna be more organized. Yeah. You just want some ambiance. You should get the Clarks to play live. Oh my god. What about K10? Donnie Iris. Or Donnie. Yeah. Donnie Iris. Donnie Iris. Donnie. But, uh, man, what else was I? I, I just had something I was going to say. Uh, one more takeaway I had. I'm drawing a huge blank right now. I don't know. I forget what we're talking about. We're talking about the popcorn. Oh, I will say, being in this, being in, uh, like, the arena, it's pretty cool. Like, you get, like, your little spectator pass. Sure. You get like your your backstage, all that stuff. Like I'm hang on it makes you feel like you earn being there. Like that's a cool thing. I think you get like the itinerary, all it's that. More, stuff. It feels more legit. Than yeah, local shows like than they gave us like which a, it should. They gave yeah. us like a paper with like stuff to do, like yeah. restaurants, stuff to see. Yeah, I think it's, it's cool. So it's memorabilia. Yeah. Anybody have anything else before we go? Me and Dante will chime in real quick tomorrow from the car. Yeah. yeah. Give a little full recap, but. Mm-hmm. How do you feel going in tomorrow? That's what I was just gonna say. Relax. I feel so relaxed now. But do like, you feel like confident going into those specific events? Axel will be an absolute dogfight. Like Axel tomorrow, I think is going to be like I suppose lightweight is two fifty five. Yep. Like one hundred seventy five guys clean and pressing two fifty five for reps with the Axel bar is heavy. Yeah. Dante's is three fifteen. Yeah. I mean that is heavy as hell. Yeah. If I can see, I, I really think I'll be able to sneak out a rep and get a lot of points. Mm-hmm. I hit it in training well with that same axle. Right. And I think an axle is something which is going to be easier to warm up with because right. it's just it's going to be there. Yeah. And they have it's the same axle we have. Yeah. They even put a center mark on it, which we didn't have, which is even nicer. Yeah, like that. Um, and then so that event, if I can get a rep on that event, I'm going to set myself up for a top ten, which nice. is my biggest goal. And, then and after that? wheelbarrow run, which I've done great in training, and then yoke, which I've done, I've made big improvements. Dante, so, Dante. oh, that axle I never hit yet, so it's gonna be a dog probably Josh said. Yoke's your best event. Yoke's definitely your best event right now, but at the very end, after event. after wheelbarrow, so we said crash. we were surprised people didn't struggle on the wheelbarrow deadlift. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, I may look the like the run maybe, will be different. The run different. will be different. Oh, I'm, I the like- run because everybody used straps today. Just for, I wasn't expecting. Oh, yeah. I don't know why yeah. I wasn't expecting. Think that about this. Now, you said the log was a long run. Imagine people like running halfway with the wheelbarrow there to reset that. So that might be a long event too. Yeah, sure. they have so much help though. And just from seeing people do it at the gym too, like it's a huge difference. Not yeah, being able to strap up for that run. Like people. Oh yeah. People drop it after two seconds. Oh yeah, it, it is a hard grip event. Yeah. 
So I feel good going in. I'm anymore. ready for the fight. I might even pull a split jerk. If I can't get my regular action on, I might try a split jerk. <laughs> there you go. Might as well. It's a it. fight. You got to do whatever you got to do. I got to put it all on the table. I'm going to summon my inner Kurt. <laughs> Furby, your eyes are looking glassy. Like you look like you're ready for bed. I think we've been all ready for bed. It's been a long Furby's time. Furby's ready to go to Loyal as well. We yeah. weren't expecting to have to film this late. Yeah, but nah, it's exciting. Yeah, we're going to relax. 10.30 on a Friday night. Yeah. It's all good. Nah, definitely worth making the trip down. I yeah, mean, we appreciate you guys great. coming. Yeah. Definitely we'll a lot that. of fun. Definitely a lot of cool things. You guys want to talk shit on your extended stay real quick? Yeah, the worst hotel, man. Curse. Probably sent me the video of the chips. I was dying. There were literally Doritos on the side of my bed. In between the night and the bed. And I sent it to a Snapchat to everybody. I was like, look at this. And two people asked me, is this real? And I said, I thought he just dropped I, Yeah, I, th- I thought you guys were joking. No, I took another video of me, swapped the screen, and said, look at this. No, this is 100% real. This Kurt is. and Riley's room smells it like It smells cat like cat pets. Yeah. So it's like an extended state. So like yeah. people can live there for a while. It, and they have their pets in. it literally just smells like cat pets. Yeah. It's kind of terrible. There's a there's a unknown. I'm a big smell guy. I, if unknown. something smells bad, I, I can't. You wouldn't know. I feel like sick just from the smell. Because I don't have a good sniffer. And so if I smell something, I know it's bad. It's there's <laughs> Sorry, Josh. There's an unknown stain on Frawley's bed skirt. So we're kind of like, what's going on with this? It is what it is. Do man. not take a black light. <laughs> I went to college once. Yeah. So it's all good. Whatever. Hey, it could have been worse. Hey, we'll talk to you guys in a little bit. I have a problem with Love you guys. Day two. Follow Riley. Okay, what's up, everybody? So we wrapped up day two. We had a long drive home. We didn't get home till late last night slash this morning. Uh, so we just really didn't have time to record the podcast, uh, you know, the second part. So next week, Dante and I, Frawley and Riley being spectators, we're going to kind of just recap everything uh, day two and just the entire experience of what we didn't already cover. So we appreciate you guys listening. Um, you heard the Scott Baker interview, you heard our day one recap with everyone in the room. Hopefully that audio sounded okay for you guys. And, uh, next week we'll kind of just go more in depth and just continue on with another episode of the podcast. So thank you guys again for listening as always. Thank you guys for the support. Make sure you guys are following our Instagram 580 barbell. Make sure you like us on Facebook um leave us a google review like share subscribe to the podcast and and like i said thank you guys we really appreciate the support see you next week